Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Real quick, let me give a shout out to the old newspaper industry. Because yeah, newspapers don't get enough love anymore. The great Brian Costello is a columnist for the New York Post. He also covers the New York Jets. And he wrote an opinion piece today about Taylor Swift and her impact on the NFL and how Brian Costello coaches his daughter's softball team, and now the entire softball team is obsessed with the NFL because of Taylor Swift. (laughs) And he wanted to explain, hey, let me just show you specifically how pumped up they are about Tay-Tay. So he tells a story about how he was coaching the practice and started bragging to the young girls, hey, I was in the same building as Taylor Swift last night. I was covering Jets Chiefs, as you may remember. That Sunday night game. Did he get his bracelet on the way in? (laughs) So all the girls are screaming like, oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. So I'd like to read from Brian's piece because this made me laugh seven times in a row this morning. They began screaming and asking questions about how close I got to her, what she looked like, and then Piper, a pint-sized second baseman outfielder, hit me with... (laughs) What did she smell like? I explained to Piper that if Coach Brian tried to smell Swift, Coach Brian would be in jail right now. (laughs) I read this, and then I read it over and over again, and it made my morning. So, Brian Costello, good for you. You're one of the good ones. And support your local newspaper industry right now. Yeah, it's great. Go buy the New York Post. What does it cost at the stand these days? Like a dollar? Dollar twenty-five? I think more than that. Dollar fifty? Is it really? Oh, wait, I have the answer because I actually get the New York Post app. It still it feels like I'm reading the newspaper on my app. Yeah. It is $2. I'm looking at the cover right now. $2. Boy, that feels like a lot. Yeah, back in my day, it used to cost a quarter. <laughs> I was thinking the same yeah. thing. By the way, credit to Piper, the pint-sized second baseman. She asked the same question to Coach Brian that Nick Sirianni asked the draft prospects at the combine. What do you smell like? How do you smell? You don't remember all the Sirianni combine stuff? He did that? He asked the most ridiculous <laughs> questions. He asked them to play rock, paper, scissors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I vaguely remember He's a weirdo. Back. Yeah, he's a weirdo. Uh, and he's back. got the same question. No, Piper had a very, very good question. Real quick on Shane, we'll get back to your Met calls. Do you want an outfielder? Are you as desperate as I am to add any kind of bat to this team? Joe Shane met the media because it's, uh, what's that bowl called? The Senior Bowl? Yeah, the senior yeah, bowl. The senior bowl. That dopey little bowl. It's like a big exhibition. And guys like Dave Gettleman watch it and say, oh, my God, I need to draft that guy. That guy played really well in an exhibition game. Okay? So that's the senior bowl. Did I it's describe more, that well? No. That wasn't a good description? You know, and by the way, I love all sports. You know football's near and dear to my heart. 
It's more than that. It, it is really, it is better than the combine at getting intel on draft prospects. So it's a whole week. And you they know play the a best game. way to get intel on draft prospects on? Yeah, watch them play. Yeah, watch them play real games. Not exhibitions but or they, combines in their underwear. But this is their way of seeing them actually practice versus each other, not do underwear combines. I understand the senior ball. I was mocking it a little bit. So Joe Shane was there and answered a few questions. And number one, the biggest piece of information we got out of Joe Shane is that if you listen to yesterday's show, you may have heard me wonder about this ad that they were showing yesterday or two days ago during the football games about something after halftime. Mm-hmm. And they showed Saquon Barkley in the commercial. And they showed Justin Jefferson in the commercial. I miss Lugie. Yeah, Cam Jordan. And they showed Cam Jordan in the commercial. And I think you even suggested, did they go to Africa to film it? Or did Tiki suggest that? Right, because the snow, the setting was Ghana. It was in Ghana, right. Right, it's Ghana, not Ghana. It's Ghana. You had it right the first time. Okay, just make it Ghana. Ghana, not Gyno. How do you spell Ghana? I know this. Do you? Because I had a friend in high school named Andrew Mongro, who was from Ghana. Okay. G-H. Look at you. A-N-A. Look at that. I'm impressed. All right, finish your point. What was my point? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, no, that, uh, yeah, because it it was supposed to take place there. The idea was, did they just kind of digitize that in the background and did it really film there? Tiki said he once flew some to Paris or something because you didn't have to pay the extras. Right, right, right. That's And so he filmed it in Europe. Joe Shane revealed that Saquon Barkley has been in Ghana. So they actually filmed it. In Africa. Yeah, so Lugie's asking what. The question was, have you spoken to Saquon and his representatives? I haven't gotten a chance to speak with him recently, paraphrasing, because he's been in Africa shooting a commercial. Listen, here's the reality. I And I don't know if this is good news or bad news. This is up to you as Giant fans. You take it however you want. And even Sean will attest to this. For whatever reason, I have nailed the Giants all year. I don't know why. Their win-loss record, the issues with Wink Martindale. I mean, I've been spot on. Is that fair to say? Yes. Okay, thank you. He's done. He's done. It's over. He ain't going to be a giant. So I agreed with you until Joe Shane's comments. Really? I, so what did yeah. you take out of what Joe said that made you think that Saquon's coming back? And I want to make this very clear. Clearly, Joe Shane is doing a lot of GM speak. He, We didn't have video of him, but I can't imagine he was happy to speak to anybody after the Wink Martindale stuff. But he did also basically say they had positive talks. Uh, you know, this, that, that. I just got the vibe that it wasn't over out of the quotes. That's all I'm saying. Where... Off of Saquon's quotes, the last time we heard him, I got kind of the feel of either you tag me or I'm out of here. I I don't know. Now, I know Joe Shane as a GM has to play all the cards right, right? Like, what if Saquon doesn't get a monster deal anywhere else? Of course you'd be open to having him back. Like, it could be that. But I I definitely got more positive vibes. And again, I keep coming back to this. It ties into what he commented on about the quarterbacks today, which is if you think you're going to have a young quarterback in the building, it probably behooves you to have Saquon on the team the next two years. Yeah, but he didn't say that. He didn't say that, but I'm connecting multiple answers. Well, the, the dots I got from him talking about quarterback was... They're taking one. They're going to take one. Like, yeah. they're going to add a quarterback, whether it's in free agency or it's in the draft. And I think what's kind of cool about this is that because free agency is a month plus before the NFL draft, we're going to know. Like, think about it. We're going to know. They almost, because they unlike almost... MLB, the free agency in the NFL moves pretty quickly... And if enough quarterbacks come off the board in free agency, we're going to know by the time draft time comes around, oh, wait, they didn't sign a free agent. Clearly, they're drafting a young quarterback. They almost have to do both. They sign a veteran. Well, depends which veteran. If yeah. You, sign- you can't sign a veteran for $17 million this right, year. Right, right. Uh, so, all right, so your point is if they sign, you know, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo at 
12 mil or whatever the hell the deal would be. They're then not they're not get... drafting a quarterback. Right. Yes. No, I agree. You got to get somebody in the fair. But I don't know. Backup quarterbacks now, what's the price going to be? Because we saw how more important they are. But they almost have to because, again, unless they've already, prior to free agency, traded up to the number one overall pick, they can't guarantee themselves that they will have a quarterback. I'm curious. Come August. Like, free agency is clearly over, but there's still some players out there. It's after the June 1st cuts. Mm-hmm. I'm curious who you're going to beg for the way I'm begging for a bat right now on January It'll 30th. be some backup guard that I'm sure sucked wherever yeah. he is. He's going to be like, I can already tell you, whoever the— Just get me a guard, Joe yeah. Shane! I need a guard! Just like I'm pathetically begging uh, the Mets for a bat. Very similar. That's why you and I, as much as you don't want to admit it, and trust me, plenty in the audience don't want to admit it, we're very similar. We have a lot of similarities. Oh, we, we do get on our knees and beg, and it's not just the Giants. I'm begging for stuff for the Rangers right now. I'm begging for Ben Simmons to stay healthy after last night. I'm begging for the Yankees probably to still add bullpen help. But in the end, Evan, my goal isn't simply making a championship route. It's winning a whole damn thing and well, having a parade. Well, first of all. you got a loser's mentality, pal. I don't have a loser. I, I, this is the most positive I've been. Like Evan, I, wanna... said, I just want to be the World Series loser. No, no, I didn't say that. I said... I know based on last year, and I know based on a lot more than that, that it doesn't take much to go on a run and get to a World Series. And so when the bar is, well, they're going to stink anyway, I don't accept that. Like, it doesn't that's not take true. much. It doesn't. I mean, I'm sorry. Well, and then the Yankees and Mets are their fun, should be there every year. Well, I don't. It doesn't take much. No, no. But my point is, you don't have to have huge expectations going into a baseball season. You got to get hot. You got to get hot at the right time. Look, the Mets two years ago were the opposite of it. They won 101 games, and they cooled off at the absolute wrong time. The weekend against Atlanta and the following weekend against San Diego. So there's a positive to it. There's a negative to it. You know what? Full well is a Yankee fan. Like, think about this. I know it's not a perfect, perfect comparison. In 2002, the Yankees won over 100 games. You could look up the exact number. Right. I would guess it was 102-103. Okay? In 2002. They also got knocked out in the first round by the Anaheim the Angels. Angels. Okay. In, this was rally monkey year? Rally monkey. Yeah, okay. In 2000, a year where the Yankees won the whole freaking thing, yeah, they I know. won 87 they, they games. sputtered down the stretch. And but, lost 15 out of 17 oh, down the stretch. A little different 80-win team than the Diamondbacks, though. They were coming off back-to-back World Series. Okay, I'll give you another loss. one. And this one pains me because I was watching the game this morning. We're doing a rewatch for the Rico Bronia podcast. The Cardinals. Yeah, the 06 Cardinals. Okay. Like, the formula in baseball right now is just be good enough to get in and get hot at the right time. I don't want to give up on January 30th by not adding a bat. Because I look at the Mets and say, add a bat, and I have an easier roadmap to the Mets surprising people and being good. Do it's losers, tougher to do, do when you're relying lose? on Mark Vientos for 500 plate appearance. Do you still believe losers lose? Yes. Okay, then adding the bat doesn't matter. Well, losers that's are going to lose case. anyway. Even though... I believe losers lose, and I root for all losers. You know what that means? I'm a loser. I should never try. It means I should stop watching sports. That's I mean, what it means. It means I, I should I, just... I, I could argue reduce drastically <laughs> It would be the worst idea you ever had. Yeah, I could just like come in and say, you know what? Here's my resignation. I'm done working here, and I'm or, just never going to watch sports or, ever again. You know, watch them, but don't throw thousands away in season tickets on losers every year. By the way. And go a little more mini-golfing. I've been thinking about this. That's how it all ends for me. It, it kind of hit me. I am so into sports and into my teams, even at 40, uh-huh. even with kids, the season tickets and all that, that one day, and I don't know when it's going to be, I think I am going to go cold turkey. I think I'm going to walk in here if I'm fortunate enough to be around here at like 55 years old, uh-huh. and I'll walk into the architect's office and say, I am resigning. And he's going to say, wow, that kind of came out of nowhere. 15 years gets me to 51. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm going to resign, and when I resign, I think I'm going to run away and never watch sports again. You never do that. You'll never do that. I think I'll go cold turkey. You will never do that. First of all, you wouldn't know what to do with your time. Your kids will be older, by the way. Right. So it's not like you're going to play with them when they're younger. They're going to, 15 years, they're going to be teenagers. They're going to want nothing to do with you anyway. They're going to be outside playing with their friends. No, you're not going to do that. You don't think it ends that way for me? I just give up. I'm like, I'm out. I'm done. Never again. Cold turkey. You mean we all might have different degrees of weirdness and how much we care and how much we put sports over other things. We're never giving it up. You don't think so? No. It reminds me of Beningo quitting cigarettes. Like, true story about Joe. And I admire him for this. Joe oh. used to be a big smoker. Sigs might win a Super Bowl before the Jets. <laughs> and, and Joe Beningo made a decision. Is when we were working together, he's like, I'm never gonna smoke again. That was it. There was no patch. Good for him. There was no like there was nothing. He literally just said, I'm done smoking, and that's it. Good and thing. I sort of envision a world in which I do that with sports. Down Never going to happen. I'm like, I'm done. Never going to happen. <laughs> Something will break me. And I'm by like, the way, I'm out. is there any other way to quit sports other than cold turkey? What, are you going to have a Met patch and watch one game a week? <laughs> well, yeah. like slow. Well, you just said it. Like, don't get season tickets. Watch less games. Yeah. I don't think it's going to go that way. I think it's just going to be, I'm done. And I'm going to walk out the door and never watch sports again. I see my I parents. I watch cable news all day and become one of those crazies that believe everything I see on TV. I see my parents. I Question my- is, what channel am I going to watch? <laughs> my friend's parents. Bad job by me. <laughs> the older you get, the more bored you get, and the more sports you watch. Oh, yeah. That's a good way to look at it. All right, let's go to uh, John and Maspeth. What's up, John? Hey, Evan. What's up? What's up, um, man? You know, we're starting to see a trend now, especially this year, with players not signing until late in free agency. Yeah. And do you think it's a thing of this team's like now starting to become more smarter? Or teams that are just not wanting to pay players until they're like 38 years old. Because it seems like every year now, every top free agent automatically wants a contract until they're like 38 years old. But you know what? You know what's funny, John? I think most guys still end up getting it. Like at the end of the day, and this is my prediction about both Snell and Bellinger, and it won't be here. It's not going to happen with the Yankees or the Mets. I think they're going to get closer to what they're asking for than not. And so... What you're witnessing, and this is worthy of a discussion, maybe not today, maybe a day Tiki's here, because Tiki's actually really into this discussion, but believe it or not, what I'm about to say, is how they could fix this offseason. Because this is not good for fans. Like, it's not good that on January 30th, a big crop of free agents are still there. Like, I'm not going to exaggerate and tell you that NFL free agency is going to be over before baseball free agency, but we're not that far off from it. But the salary cap is why. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Because you you know what? You snooze, you lose. We only have a certain amount of dollars we can configure. In baseball, it doesn't matter because, you know, all right, luxury tax, but it doesn't matter what you get paid. I think you're right about the reason why. I think the question's going to be, well, how do you fix it? Because it's not good for baseball that on January 30th, we're talking about this. Like, this should be done within a month or two, and I think it would be better for the sport. So... I don't know how to fix it. Two I got to give it more thought. It's I more than you talk. No, I don't want to hear the idea right now. Why? Because we'll do it another day. But I got day. it. I'm going to forget right the idea. Well, write it down. That's what I do. Write it down right now. Lugie, can you pen. do me a, a favor? Can you get him a pen for me? Please, yeah, no right, Lugie, just write That's down fine. this idea. You no, get no, I two don't weeks say it to me. sign. No, no. This and stop. if you don't, you can only get a one year deal. No. Uh, he's going to write it down for me. Uh, write it down and present it to Judge Tiki. Okay? I'm not doing it today. Judge Tiki. No. He's running around getting hurricanes in New Orleans right now. Is that where he is right now? He's in Nola right now, yeah. Wow. Love Nola. Good underrated yeah. city. Let's go to Kevin in Toms River, New Jersey. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> What's so funny? What are you laughing? Hey, Kevin. 
Hello, Kevin. All right, Kevin's not there. Why are you laughing? Because Kevin wasn't there? Lugie got in my ear. He should have said this on the air and went, underrated? As if New Orleans isn't constantly talked about as one of the best party cities in America. Yeah, it's a top five party city (laughs) for bachelor parties, bachelorette parties. It's got great food, great culture. Bourbon Street. It's not Cleveland. It's (laughs) it's completely dragged through the mud. It's not Paducah. No, it's it's dragged through the mud constantly. Yeah. But I don't think that means it's underrated. It is underrated. <laughs> Maybe no. underappreciated. I don't know about underrated. Very underrated. It's not setting. a compiler. It, it is highly it's... rated, and I think people love it. Yeah. I mean, there, there are knocks to it, but that doesn't mean it's under. It's just people trying to knock it down yeah. for being overrated. No, but I think it's not rated high enough. That's what the definition of underrated is. Anyhow. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but okay. Uh, let's go to Jody and Warren, New Jersey. How you doing, Jody? Hey, Evan. First of all, I'm a huge Rico fan. Live for the Rico. And I just pre-ordered your uh, Mets Bible. Ah, wow. Thank 28 you. bucks on Amazon. Um, <laughs> Do you want any pictures of Evan's feet? <laughs> yeah. but, you know, Thank listen, you, listen, Evan, as, as Mets fans, this yes. is what we get. We got we get Benny Agbayani and Timon Perez in the World Series. We get, uh, you know, 2015. We get our Lucas Duda. I mean, I don't want to see... J.D. Martinez, Justin Turner. Maybe we bring up Gilbert. Maybe, uh, what's his name? Vientos has a great year. That, and that's what I live for. You know, I live for that stuff. And we, then all of a sudden we make the playoffs. And by the way, if they fail, I, that's what I expect. And I Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Three with Sean, so you get a Justin Turner. You go from... 81 wins to 82 wins. I mean, who cares? You know, well, I said, okay. I okay, got but the there's over, a lot by of... the way. 82 and a half. Okay, Jody, you, respectfully, and I appreciate your loyalty, I think you're wrong about a lot of things. Let me start with this. All those young players will get a chance to play. Let's not make this some kind of binary choice between sign veteran, no young players play, or don't sign veteran. It's a cavalcade of young players. But all going. Hold on. They're all going to play. They're all. Drew Gilbert's starting the year at AAA. Trust me, if he hits there, he'll come up and play. Guess who won't play? Harrison Bader then won't play. All right? Luis Angel Acuna is going to start at AAA. If he hits, guess what? He'll play. Brett what if Bader? everybody's healthy? Oh, trust me, Sean. 
I he know, takes care I know. of itself. It's, right that's now, e- that's easy to say until you have the one year where everybody's healthy and all of a sudden you can't get 39-year-old Justin Turner out of the line. Oh, stop. And, and that's a bad thing if he's hitting? Because this is Why the is that one, such a bad thing? Because this is the one year you should look at as a Med fan and go, I have had it with losing. Okay? We have turned the page from old pitchers like Scherzer and Verlander, and we are looking forward. You've said it yourself. I have my eyes on this team signing Soto in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we do with Pete. We have all these young guys we've heard about. We added some, like Luis Angel. You've done all of this. This year should be about, I'm throwing as much in the pot as possible, and I'm seeing how it comes out the other end, and I'm building towards the next two, three, four years, and to hell with just having just, for the sake of being competitive this year, having Justin Turner gobble off that bat. Sean, Sean, you're able to do both. And this is what I believed in from this team, and it's what they were doing in the rotation. They were signing guys to one-year deals. Whoever that bat is, though, the moment they struggled, why is this guy getting at bats? What a way! Well, well, don't, don't jump to the first of all. Don't compare Daniel Vogelback uh, to JD Martinez. I understand that. That's an insulting comparison. It's insulting that J- even we, I will admit. Yes. If we're sitting here in the middle of July and JD Martinez is sitting one seventy-five, yeah, I may say bench him. Yeah, you'll but, all be complaining. Oh, well, that's the reason not to sign well, him. We shouldn't have stopped. We had all these young that's bats. That's the in reason. April. Because you all would have said, oh, these are all the guys we had. Look, he took up all these at-bats all year. Why did we do this? What you're not understanding, and you're not alone on this, Mets fans are not understanding. Like, I have to explain this to them. Is that signing a veteran is not keeping the young players from playing. Think about who's going to be on this roster at the beginning of this season. Think about the young players that are close. Drew Gilbert's close. Luana Hanna-Lacuna's close. Jet Williams is close. If they come up here, they'll play. You'll take care of it. Harrison Bader won't. Tyrone Taylor won't. Maybe Starling Marte won't because he isn't healthy. Adding a reliable bat, a proven bat on a one-year deal, does not CB those other kids. And you know what that means. Block. You didn't have to say the word block. I understand what CB means. Well, that's my point. So stop. Do you know what it means? Of course I know what it means. (laughs) Happening too many times? I have something to say and I don't want to say it. (laughs) Put it this way. There's way too many nights where my kids sleep in our bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what are you going to do? I mean. You could go into the bathroom. You have several guest rooms outside. You have a hot tub. By any the bathroom, means, he's married. By any means necessary. <laughs> shower? It's great. Whip out by the, the way, jumbo pack. You kill two birds with one stone when you go in the shower. Lugie, yes, I love you. And I want to be very sensitive when I say this to you. Yeah. Because you know I do respect you. Thank you. I don't want to hear you give me updates and lectures on what to do when there are kids involved. You don't have any freaking kids. Any? Uh, by the way, you I don't know. Can I? Can I, I make was a at comp- his apartment last week too? Not a big enough shower for me. <laughs> First of all, we have two bathrooms. That's the guest bathroom. We have a much bigger bathroom in the back. That's number one. Number I'm two. I'm like a whale at a bad aquarium. <laughs> I live to my shocking to everybody. I live with my parents till I was thirty. So I mastered the art of. Yeah, I didn't have a kid, but I had an Italian mom that different. I had to sneak girls around and stuff. Very, very different. Maybe. Very, very different. Mm. Very, very different. Mm. Trying They're to kids. do that, trying to do that with your parents around, while not ideal, far different than when you've got a seven-year-old yeah. and a three-year-old. I'm not saying you got to go... preach, bro. No, Am I right? You're, you're not wrong. Thank I'm just you. very troubled that we went from Justin Turner and Brett Beatty to this. Well, whose fault is yeah, that? Yeah, but you don't need to go 40 minutes. Five minutes. You got three moves. You get them all done in five minutes. 40 minutes? Done. 40 minutes. Who the hell goes if you go through all the steps, you know, the pre-stuff, uh, the after stuff, it's probably 40 three minutes. three moves? What? <laughs> I cramp more than a wide receiver in Miami. <laughs>
Oh, let's score games and go shit. <laughs> Very well done there. Let's go to Mike in Marine Park. How are you, Mike? I don't know what I want to talk about with you guys. I'm all over the place. Yeah, I'm confused, too. Great, great, um, great. Um, yesterday with the wrestling, bro, that was so much fun. Thank yes. you for that. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I got a question, Evan. I know you're never, first of all, interject. You're not giving up sports ever. Stop. Oh, never right. happened. Maybe. Second, second. Um, it, if you had a, if you had to think about it, okay. Mm-hmm. The Yankees and the Mets went after Yamamoto and a few free agents pretty hard this year. Okay. And they fell short. Yeah. What would you, do you guys think? I know money talks. You're a hundred percent right. What do you guys think is the deciding factor? As to as a, as a Yankee fan now, I look outside in as the Mets. I don't see the Wilpon energy anymore. I see Steve is a legit guy, man. He, right. The Mets ain't playing around. Right. What do you think is the deciding factor? As why? What do you think the bottom line or so, the numerous factors are? No, I get, I get, not coming here. I'll give you an answer, Mike. And Sean's right about something. I just think he made it more simple than it needs to be. <laughs> the tie will go to the winner. And what I mean by that is when Yamamoto's a free agent and the money is going to be the same, right now, and this goes for you guys too, Yankee fans, the Dodgers are our daddies. They just are. They are. They're more reliably a winner than us. And, yeah, they're going to have the weather advantage if that's something a player wants. But the winning advantage. The winning advantage. So, Yeah. yeah, I think if you outbid other teams, you can get a player. What I said about Yamamoto during that process, and I stand by this, and I was very specific with the number, is I said the Mets have to offer him 12 years, $400 million. And while that was an alarmingly high number, I had my reasons for it, which was if you're going to convince a guy to come to the Mets, who have not won consistently, and not go to the Dodgers and not go to the Yankees, who are also on that winning level, you have to significantly beat them price-wise. They didn't do that. They only beat the Dodgers and Yankees price-wise by a little bit, which allowed the Dodgers to match and allowed the tie to go to the winner. So what you need to do if you're the Mets specifically, because the Yankees are a little bit different, it's a different conversation, is you're going to have to outbid other teams. Isn't that harder on a one-year deal than it is a long-term deal? I think it's easier on a one-year deal. It's one year. You offered $15 million, give them $20 million. That's a big jump. Think about what Turner got. You're gonna go through to twenty. No, no. In Turner's year? case, I would have gone fifteen or sixteen million, and so, I would have, that would have been my offer. Yeah. But would that be enough? I, you know what I mean to sway you? Because again, you're also thrown in the unknown of these guys going. I'm going to sign here. Do I want to be shipped off to wherever? Okay. The well, in fairness, in Turner's case, it was between the Mets and the Blue Jays, not the Mets and the Dodgers. The Dodgers are on another level right now. They're not. Even the Yankees aren't on that level. And you know that, by the way. You know that. Yeah. However. However, what? I still, I got to see it from the Dodgers winning non-pandemic. It's not about that, though. Don't get lost in, don't get lost in championships. Get lost in the fact that when you sign with the LA Dodgers, you are a lock to win 100 games and be in the divisional series. You know you're going to make the playoffs. I'm just saying, I don't view the Dodgers as some of, like, the great NBA star No, no, you're not going there to get a ring. You're going there to at least be on a competitive team. Okay. That's where they're at, and that's where they're ahead of the Mets and the Yankees. Now, they're further ahead of the Mets than they are the Yankees. It's not like the Yankees are a million miles away. Well, we so, got Juan Soto. No, no, and I get that, but my Eric point Cole. is, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying that you're not, you clearly in that bidding war with Yamamoto. We're going to have to outbid the Dodgers. Yeah, I agree. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You're on that next tier of teams. Like if, and I've said this about Soto, if Juan Soto is a free agent next year, and the Yankees are your typical 95-win team. They're in the playoffs. Let's say they get dumped out in the divisional series, and the Mets win 78 games. 
pretty fair thought on both teams. Yeah, you're actually going under my Met win total. But okay. In that range. All right. Soto's a free agent, and we're ready to battle. Mets versus Yankees. Juan Soto. I will say it then, and I'll get it out of the way today. The New York Mets have to outbid the New York Yankees cleanly to acquire his services. They are not winning on a tie. All right. And I am clear on that. So he's clearly not going to the Mets. Met, well, no, if they don't outbid. I mean, you don't know who's going to outbid who, but the Mets are going to have to outbid them. Am I right? Yes. Okay. Significantly. Uh, probably, yeah. Significantly, which is why they needed to do it for Yamamoto to get him. So that's what the Mets' position is right now in this world of free agency. They've got to just outbid other teams that are specifically good teams that you're expecting to win. The Dodgers are in that top level. The Yankees, no question, they're on that second level. You know what would help you become an attractive winner? What douchey comment are you about to say? Making sure you have as many at-bats as possible for Brett Beatty and Vientos to be awesome. And then when they're awesome and Alvarez is awesome, suddenly you have a young, awesome core that becomes a World Series contender. And then you attract people to break ties. I want you to be honest with me. When I said to you, what douchey comment? Did you have one lined up, and did you pivot thinking, I have to fool Evan, I'm going to give a real baseball point? No, that was my comment. Really? Yeah. You didn't have something lined up? I got three more hours to be extremely douchey. Okay. I'm just making sure. Like I was, I was curious. Like, Did he pivot in his Is mind? Is that what you expect out of me? Sometimes. You just think that I'm a walking douche? Sometimes, yes. You know, I do watch sports like you, and I have sports thoughts. <laughs> I don't just sit here and talk rainbow cookies. Times, <laughs> I'm bored. Hey, don't attack my guy. What the hell was that? What guy? What, 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 what kind of comment was that? Wait, I don't. I don't have your. Who were you alluding that to? I'm just, I spoke to Robert Sala don't last night. My guy, just because he's not doing a show with me, doesn't mean I turn on him. Like, what kind of human being I am love, I? I love Craig. Then why the hell did you, you just, would insinuate? You that. just took a dirty shot at him. When did I say his name? Loogie, did you take that as a shot? I, yeah, I did. I did. And I got to remind Sean, when you're NWO, you're NWO yeah. for life. That's my boy. Like, you think I'm just turning on him because we don't do a show together? Kinda I do like Craig. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh, okay. I, 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 I don't I, think Beningo talked about rainbow cookies that often. <laughs> I could be wrong. All right. That, maybe but. I should have done cigarettes then. I don't know what kind of Maybe if Sophia want. Vergara was holding rainbow cookies, yeah. but not really often. Sean's going to learn a tough lesson right now. Evan's loyal, man. Are you kidding me? Apparently not to me. He thinks yeah. I'm a walking douche. Uh, you're not there yet. Someday you will be. John is in Bergen County. Hey, John. Hey, yeah, I have, I have two things. Two yes. things, uh, yes. Evan. Go ahead. One is a, about a program. But a, a program? <laughs> like like a program on TV or like a program yeah, you got at a sporting event? Like, right, you oh, know. He's not listening. This okay. guy needs to just wait, and we need to do lefty-righty everywhere, like eighty, like the 86 match. Oh, they, you we want the best to be a righty third baseman? Okay. What's the program? Righty second baseman. Yeah, can we get to the program? We need a What's the all in the outfield. John, 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 John. What's the problem? What's the Get everybody. Okay. What's the money? You know, the bottom line money. And do lefty right. And the other one is I have a Rockies Mets first Rockies game ever at actually shape. Yeah. Yes. Look at you. I'd love for you to watch the game somehow, and and and. Do your your thing in the program. Oh God! And then we sign it, and then we'll put it on eBay. See how much we can eBay? get. eBay? Oh, for like charity or something? You know what's funny about no, that? No, he doesn't want for charity. He wants to pocket the money. Oh, he it's wants to be worth money. He wants it for himself. Well, first of all, oh my God, what a scam artist! John could not hear when we were talking, so that was sort of frustrating. Secondly, do you think that's worth anything? Like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to insult myself, but I will. I, how are you not insulted? That he wants me to score a game so that he can make money off of it? 
he thinks that he's being nice to you and going, this would make a lot of money. I have a, the first ever Rocky Met game. I want you to go back, rewatch it, score it in my program, yeah. right. and we'll sell it on eBay. And you thought for charity. You think this guy's giving this? To so you think you called it? up to like just make money off of me scoring a Mets Rocky? Yes! <laughs> I'll say this. And he didn't want it for, it'd be one thing if he was like, I think it'd be really cool for me to have this. He admitted to turning around and selling it. Uh... There is a market on OnlyFans for Evan to score games and other people to pay to watch him do it. There is a market. I'd be up for that, by the way. And you can, I don't want to say millions, but you can make money, dude. Clothed or unclothed? Yeah, I got to be clothed. No, he would be. It's an OnlyFans. No, they could look at his feet, maybe barefoot. But he would be at the game or at his house, or you could go to his house if your wife approves. 100% there's a market for it on OnlyFans. Now, I do want to follow up with this guy, so I remember what he's talking about. The New York Mets in 1993 opened the season against the Colorado Rockies. It was the first ever Colorado Rockies game. I remember this specifically. I was nine the, years old. The first ever Rockies game was Mets opening day? Shea Stadium, okay. uh, 1993. And I have that scorecard. And I have that program he's talking about. And I scored the game in oh. that program. Oh, wow. So what he's describing exists. Now, that game did not make the book because... All I remember from it was Doc pitched, by the way. Doc couldn't pitch. So I got to see Doc on opening day, which right. was cool. And it was the first Rockies game. But there was nothing memorable about it. Just because it was the first ever Rockies game didn't make it like worthy of making my book. But I have that scorecard. And in fact, tonight, when I go home, I'm going to find it. I'm going to take a picture of it. And I'm going to tweet it out. So that guy. No, that's devalued. Why is it devalued? Everybody has it? Yeah, everybody has it. You don't need to buy it on eBay. Why don't you actually now sell? Why don't you put on eBay, cut him out, and see what money you make? I'm not selling my score. Come on. What kind of human do you think I am? A a profitable one? You wrote a book about scorecards. Now you're too good to sell the other you put in the book? That, that I think, has some value. I wrote it. I have some thoughts in it. Hopefully people buy it. I don't know. That's just the scorecard. Oh, yeah, get, you're getting calls about pre Oh, let's score games and go shag. Like, that's a random scorecard from 1993. But I do remember that game because I remember... As a nine-year-old, my dad, my dad was so funny. You know what my dad did that day? He still has it. My dad said, this is the first ever Rockies game. He bought like 25 programs from that game. Thinking it would be worth money. Thinking there may be a value in it. Now, here's what's funny. And you could look this up on eBay. I have no idea. Forget me scoring it. Forget that. If you're a Rockies fan, that's kind of cool. Like a program from the first game they ever played in 1993. Look it up on eBay. I wonder if it's worth anything. But my dad, I, me- I, the, I have certain memories I will not forget. Nine years old, opening day, 1993. He went downstairs and said, I'm going to buy like 20 programs. So there are 35 bucks, and then there's one for 15 The $15 one says vintage. Wouldn't that be more money? But yeah, 15 to 35 what, what bucks. What a bad investment. No, so he no. bought 12 of them, so he could get like a... Vintage 100. Vintage is a way to try to politely say it's all ripped up and not in good shape. I see. I but, also see a mint one for $5. I got you. Radio yeah. legend. You know what? We just had that conversation. You said when Tiki comes back, we need to talk about all the baseball offseason problems. Yeah. Baseball's been making mistakes at least since 93. How do the Rockies not open up at home? <laughs> How do you start a franchise and their first games are on the road? A lot of times, the Mets' uh, first game ever as the Mets was not at home. Diamondbacks was home because I remember looking at that strip from the mound to home plate. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, the Marlins were home. Yeah. It was too cold in Denver, probably. No. So, so a week later, it made a big right. difference. Let's stop yeah. talking about this. I really don't want to talk about why the Rockies didn't open at home in 1993. New York's bombing in April, too. Uh, we'll get to more of your calls. Plus, I will give you an utterly brilliant idea that would save Major League Baseball. It has nothing to do with free agency. But I can promise you this. MLB has had a very difficult time with TV ratings. 
and I know that they're listening right now, I am going to give you a plan to fix baseball where you're going to say all in the MLB offices, you're going to be like, holy crap, now we just have to make that happen. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.